0: we're live live on facebook or we're live all over hope everybody can hear us what's
1: going on miss freeman
0: there it is
1: am i showing up okay on the mic side
0: yeah man i hear you good folks sorry
1: for all the uh gonna go ahead and give you all a uh a background on this i had a uh i lost a very close family member past week so i had to head down to florida to the national cemetery to bury my uncle so I was out of out out of the state for a little while, so I technically haven't had my COVID test yet. So we got to maintain social distance.
0: That's right. That's all right. We're gonna be all right. We're gonna keep on keeping on. That's okay, right. everybody's. We got sound. We're we're doing all kinds of good stuff. So, real quick, how's everybody doing? What's uh, everybody up to? What kind of gun you buy? Well, I didn't buy any. I already had some. I haven't bought any guns and. Two, three days. No, it's been a little bit longer than that. Uh, what we're going to get to, and I'll get to that in just a second, is the for new gun owners that have purchased a firearm, some things that they need to do to get started. We do have matching shirts today. We did it again. Yep. Listen, Great minds think alike. We were on the same page. So, we're going to get into that in just a second. If you bought a new gun, that's what this is all about today. Real yep. quick, we're going to talk about the Mountain State 3-Gun. Which is this weekend? We've Coming got some people up, people already in there, and let's see. Gaines is there. Kenzie is on her way. Scott's on his way this weekend, supporting the Great American Flag. That's right. Uh, James is down there, and it's muddy, from what I understand. And they're doing uh, they're doing some setup. So we appreciate that a lot. Uh, but good news, we have chosen the first place. I'm assuming this will go to the first place. Or I don't know. I don't know how James is going to do it. But this is the rifle that it will be on the prize table this year. So, here you go. I'm going to give it to Instagram here real quick. Look at that. You see that barrel?
1: So, for those of you who can't see it.
0: Shame on you. Yeah. You're going to have to check out the PPN Stabby.
1: Ford assist has got a little red rubbed on it.
0: Look at that. Look at that red. We call this actually... Chris Hatton calls this, of Razor Customs, who does all of our Cerakoning, the Black Cherry Edition. Ooh, I like that. 3GR 2.0. So I'm going to give it to you again over here. See what you think. I like that. You like that? I like that because... Look at that barrel.
1: Yeah, it's it's shiny in comparison to the matte finish.
0: So that's pretty hot. Right. And then the barrel matches the hardware in the Black Cherry Powder coat. What do you think? Give me some feedback here. What do you guys think? I think it's pretty sexy. It's
1: pretty sharp. I think it is.
0: And it's going. Somebody's going to walk away from that match with that rifle. With
1: that? That's really slick, though. That That
0: beautiful 3GR 2.0 Black Cherry Edition. Yes. That is actually one of our 18-inch barrels. Uh, We've actually saw That was from the original 3GR model. So now we've got an 18-inch version of it, and it's a beautiful gun. So what's going on in your world over there, Stabby?
1: You know, just trying to get my feet back on the ground. Right after last week, and then, um, you know, falls coming up as well. Uh, real excited about, um, I don't know, just trying to get get the word out about what we're doing in the blade division. That's right, and I know you've
0: been pushing for trying, a, brother, a lot of things, and we just got in the new double star blade sticker. That's right. A.K. Hello, Marcus. The new sticker says, do not make peace with evil. Destroy the Destroy it. That's got the Halcone on there, and it's pretty cool.
1: If that offends you, I am We're sorry. We're just sorry. We're you sorry. Bad.
0: It is what it is. That's right. <laughs> um, so anyway, we've got that one, and we've got the So Calm, All Ye Faithful.
1: So, oh, I love that.
0: Right? We've been actually, we've, Justin came up with that idea probably two or three or maybe even longer Uh, Years ago, and finally we got around to making the sticker. I learned something, though, in this just recently. Stickers are also called slaps. Did you know that?
1: No, I did not.
0: Yeah, somebody says, hey, man, I want one of your new slaps. Don't hit them. I'm glad you said that. Well, that's why I was telling you. If you hit them, they may be. We may get sued. You're going to get sued. I'm going to act like I don't know you. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, so anyway, the stickers are there. They're on the website. Go get you one or order something and get a sticker with it. Um, they will, I will have a handful of each to bring down to the Mountain State 3 gun. If you're going to be there this weekend. I can't believe it's this weekend. I'm super pumped about it. Um, uh, it's going to be like a family reunion. We've got a whole bunch of people going down to shoot. So I am looking forward to seeing everybody. All right. So I bought a gun. What now? This is uh, a topic that is, well, huge right now because people have increased their gun sales because of new gun owners in the last few months, and it's been a lot of this unrest and uh, people not really knowing what's going on and not knowing where the safe parts of town are, and they just feel like they need something to protect themselves. Now, we assume that that is why there's such an uptick in gun ownership. It could also be a very cleverly uh, orchestrated Hunting YouTube video. And maybe all these people are going out and buying bold action guns. Did anybody ever check that out? I didn't think so.
1: At least I didn't.
0: I didn't. But chances are that's not the case. So anyway, new gun owners. First of all, congratulations. Exactly. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. You're now part of a group of people who feel like they can protect themselves and their families with these. Pieces of equipment, these tools of the trade, if you will, and really that's what a lot of gun ownership is all about, is being able to protect yourself, protect your family, protect your business, whatever it may be, your employees. That's something we don't really worry about much around here, but you know, if you're at home, you need something there. Obviously, the people that are unhappy with the way the world is going are... Finding their ways into suburban neighborhoods and causing uh, some havoc. Let's get into some things you need to do. Now you have a firearm. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter your experience with guns. Do you have? If you've shot a gun once in the past, or if you've shot them a few times, or you were in the military, uh, whatever the case may be. And no disrespect to military or, or you know law enforcement, but some people only shoot in boot camp never actually shoot anymore so you need some more practice Uh, so if you bought a gun does this make you john wick jr negative absolutely not just because you own a gun doesn't mean you're going to be able to use it uh 76 says get a good holster and cover that trigger guard that's right that is that is important and we'll get into that i wrote down quite a bit of information here and we may have to do this again next week this may be a two-parter.
1: There's a lot a lot to cover on this. Yeah,
0: this is a big deal. So if you've already bought the gun, chances are you have... One of the first things you should do, even before that, is research the laws in your state. Yep. What are you allowed to have? What are you allowed to carry? And whether you're hunting with it or it's for carry, you need to know what your laws are locally. Um, you don't want to get caught uh, doing something you're not supposed to be doing un- unknowingly because, well... My uncle lives in Tennessee, and he can do it this way, so it's probably fine if I do it that way, too. That's not always the case. Um, Which brings
1: us back to, like, ninth grade civics, which was ignorance of the law is no excuse. That's right. If you
0: don't know, you're really just hurting yourself. Yeah. So make sure you have taken some time and spoken to, you know, go to a gun shop, go to a pawn shop, go to, go read the laws. If you're one of those people that can look at that kind of stuff and and actually sift through it and understand it, read the laws. Uh, chances are there's a place near you or within your area that can help you with that or there's people i know there's a lot of people here that do training you know because of this and that is excellent i know kenzie does a lot of new trainer shooting and or no new shooter training i said that backwards um so find somebody like that find the kenzie or find somebody locally that can kind of walk you through what you're supposed to do and, and how you can carry and, and some of the safety things. The other first thing, I think, I already said the first thing. So this is the other first thing. Is make sure you are familiar with the four basic rules of firearm safety. Do we all know what those are? We're going to go over them because, well, I feel like we should. Yeah. That's right. Jeff Folleter is a great, great, great source of information. Big time. Number one, treat every gun. As if it's loaded. Amen. Because if you don't, that's how accidents happen. Number two, never point your gun at anything you aren't willing to destroy. Yep. So that kind of refers back to number one. Well, back to number it, one. You're treating it like it's loaded. And if you don't treat it like it's loaded and you point it at somebody and it goes off, then you got a big problem. Or maybe you've hurt yourself or Someone damaged else. property or whatever the case may be. And possibly made yourself a felon. Um, you just got to be careful. Number three, keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to fire.
1: So if you don't understand that, that's booger hook off the bang switch.
0: That's right, and a lot of you know we're going to do three gun this weekend, and that is I mean they'll throw you out if you move oh, trigger discipline. Yeah, yeah if you move time. and your finger's on the trigger, your RO will absolutely disqualify you, and your match will be over because it's not safe. Chances are there's twenty or so people behind you.
1: Twenty or so people, are I mean, just just standing there watching, the place, yeah. yeah.
0: And you turn around with your finger on the trigger, trip and fall, boom. Somebody's, somebody's saying, getting
1: yeah. hurt. What's that? A negligent negligent discharge? That's right,
0: negligent. So make sure that you are following the rules as far as keeping your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. That is something that is drilled into us as competitive shooters, and should be drilled into anyone who is a gun owner. If you hunt, same thing if you're climbing up in a stand or whatever the case may be, and your finger, you know, if you're holding on to your gun with your finger through the trigger guard,
1: you're asking for trouble. That's a bad And practice. you're going to find it. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Number four, and this is a big one that people don't always remember the second part, be sure of your target and what's behind your target. Because what's behind your target, you look at these situations where people have to discharge a weapon, you know, in a, in a, populated area yeah you may stop the threat but you may also shoot a kid somebody behind you or or anybody but if you think about it you could really really go downhill with that for half a second you're gonna be like yeah okay i stopped that threat and then you take another look and you've shot somebody else and that's where things start to go downhill for you and you didn't even mean for that to happen
1: yep It's a lot of responsibility. I don't think
0: anybody ever talks about that. A ton. It's a very big responsibility. It's not something you can take lightly. No. It's not something that you need to get complacent with. Even somebody that has carried a gun maybe their whole life or as long as they've been able to can always review those four rules. Those are the four basic. That's the foundation of it all. And you can review those and be, am I really doing that? You know, kind of do a self-evaluation uh, let's see we got some comments here we are the ambassadors for the future and we re- can really set up the next generation for success this is kenzie help others lead and teach too. avery lynn casey is 12 or 14 and she's teaching people way older than her and is the safest gal on the range it's never about age it's maturity yep we all need refreshers and to understand the rules absolutely i think that's a great point and i've not met avery lynn casey but that's awesome John Mark Burton says, "Know your target and what's my aunt beyond dot dot dot." Had a neighbor ricochet a shot into my barn Sunday. Oh no! Four feet above my head, they got a stern talking to, then an offer to teach. Well, that, that wow, that's nerve wracking. But that's good. That's good that you were able to say, "Hey man, let me help you out," or "Hey lady, I don't know what it was."
1: But that's it's funny that you mentioned that because that's that's something else, and I think we talked about it in another show. Was this idea that. Understanding that some of the people that are coming into this mm. don't have the same upbringing or background as any of us. Right. They weren't brought in by people that, okay, let me usher you along. Right. They're not brought like that. Some of these people just became, quote, unquote, woke. And they said, oh, <laughs> yeah. crap. Yeah. You know, okay, if there is no police, who's going to protect me? Well, guess what, guys? Right. Okay, so stuff's going to happen, but you got to help keep these folks on the straight and narrow, and mm. you got to be willing
0: to do that. That's right. Don't uh, don't ever turn anybody away that's that's asking for help uh, in this area, if you are able to provide it. Now, there's some people that probably aren't going to be comfortable with it, and that's fine. There are plenty of people who will help them. I don't know how many times I've seen, you know, I will help you on the range for no charge. Just ask me, and I'll go with you, and I'll help you learn how to use And people posting this on social media so that they can help out people. Um, Kenzie's other rule is... I tell everyone this, it also doesn't matter who hands you a gun, you have to check it yourself. Yep. I don't care if Jerry Mitchell hands you a gun, always treat it as if it's loaded and check it for yourself. This is a great point um, Yep. because a lot of what they call accidental or negligent discharges happen because somebody didn't check. Now whether, I've seen it happen, I used to do gun shows all the time and I've been at at least three I can think of, two in the same place with two different dealers, where the dealer discharged a firearm in the middle of a busy gun show. And both times, it was somebody showing a holster, and they got snagged on the trigger. Either they use their, I don't know if they use their own firearm, yep. which they're not supposed to have loaded firearms in there anyway, but this is why. One of them was in the booth next to us, and you want to talk about ready to choke somebody out. I don't even know how to do that, but I'm pretty sure I could have killed the guy that day. Figured something out. I would have made him stop breathing. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. That's what Inside Nick wanted to do. Yeah, right. Outside Nick ran the other way, right? Because you don't get shot. You don't know what's happening. The other time, it was in Atlanta at a gun show. Same thing. Gun guy wants to look at a holster. The, the the dealer pulls out his gun, sticks it in, and shoots his kid. Shoots the customer's child that's standing there and kills him in the middle of the Holy crap. Yeah. So it's 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 that is a great point. It doesn't matter if you're picking up a gun off a table at a gun show. Well, dude, I've
1: seen it with us in the back. Mm -hmm. You know, me, you, and Jesse, or me, you, and somebody, or me, you, and somebody else, and somebody else. I've stood there with four of us in a damn circle, Mm -hmm. all looking at a firearm. I'll look at it. Clear it, sh- you know. Hold it, right. whatever. Right. Hand it over to Bodie. Yep. Bodie does the same. And it, I mean, it's
0: just—it's just, re- just, it's just a do. level
1: of redundancy. People right. are like, "Well, why do you do that?" Because you have to. It's the rules, well, Yeah,
0: man. And you—well, and I've had people say, "Well, he just did that. Why did you do it?" You just—you just do.
1: It's just what you do, you man. What do. if he? What if there's
0: one in the pipe and he didn't
1: notice? Right. And sometimes, you know, you—what if he went through the motions and he didn't wasn't really know, paying attention?
0: Exactly. You can and if you're not paying attention, you pull a slide back on a pistol, yeah, and it doesn't catch the brass or the or the round in there, and it just it just sits there, so yeah, absolutely that is um uh, he says it's so sad, and it happens too often I mean to tell I tell my own students do not trust me, you have to do everything for yourself, that's right, so that being said. We know to keep your finger off the trigger. We know to check the weapon if somebody's handing it to us. If you're picking it up at the gun shop, if yep. uh, you're at the gun show, if you are um, shooting at a competition and you want to check out somebody else's setup, make sure you clear and make sure the weapon's clear before you start looking at it. A lot of matches have what they call a safe area. and it's Yeah, for, I think I
1: remember seeing that. They won- yeah, I remember
0: You that. know, like preloading your shotgun. You can load... You know, shotguns take a second to load, so they'll let you load whatever the the stage uh, dictates, and you leave that shotgun pointed in a very specific direction without anything on in the chamber, and that way, when it's your turn, you pick it up, muzzle up, you walk to the stage, either get ready to shoot it on the stage, or you put it in wherever it's going to go to where you can pick it up, you know, in the course of fire. So it's always something to make sure and check and this is kind of
1: a flag
0: mm-hmm. if,
1: and this is for people who are thinking about getting into this if you consider yourself an individual that's not good at following orders and there's people out there oh, yeah. they will blatantly tell you they're not good at following orders mm-hmm. i'm going to tell you right now you are not going to do well with firearms
0: no and you won't do well in a situation where people are trying to help you yeah because exactly. it's, if it's a, if it's an instructional thing, there's no reason why you should be so close-minded as to say, exactly. I already know how to do this. Maybe
1: this isn't
0: for you. Right. Yeah. yeah. And this is a way that you can hurt yourself real fast. So you've got the gun. You, you've got the four firearm rules. What's the next step? Well, you need to think about storage. Uh, the situations where you might have children in the house or maybe uh, somebody that's mentally ill, you need to know how you're going to store your weapon whether it's in a lockbox or a safe or you know they make all kinds of like closet safes for rifles or little gun safes that a pistol will go in that you can put on the side of your bed yeah uh you know and that just take like fingerprint biometric scan of your fingerprint and boom the door opens up and you're ready to go you've got a loaded to gun uh you know when you hear a bump in the night so that is something you absolutely have the other thing you gotta think about is is the area dry Right. So let's say you're into it now and you're you're gonna collect some guns and you're gonna buy a big safe. You're gonna buy one of these hundred gun safes and put it in somewhere. Let's say you wanna put it in your basement. Well you gotta consider, you know, there's moisture in the basement and there's a good chance that the guns could rust. So that's something you gotta take uh into consideration.
1: Can I make a point here? Sure. Michael um Michael Berger just made a point and I think I have to agree with him a hundred percent. But I think the folks, the professionals in the communities, the different communities, there's all kinds, mm-hmm. need to do something about encouraging specifically the retail areas, mm-hmm. you know, to uh, help them encourage the same thing. Right. Because I've been to some retail places that aren't exactly the most friendly places. Sure, sure. So if it's, if it's that to where it's in the – because think about it, the, the shooters in the communities have got a little bit of influence. Mm-hmm. They're the ones out there buying kit. You know stuff showing like it that. Off. It's showing it off. Putting it through its paces. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I mean, if, if and I believe that because I've I've been with you at a at a at a 3D range or not 3D range a um free gun match. range, mm-hmm. and a match, and, and everyone was extremely extremely helpful. Right. Uh, but I do think that yes, I agree. The, the The competition community and the different communities are great. Yeah. But I will say that when it comes to being more helpful in the retail area, there's,
0: there's a little bit of want There's in a there. there's a lag. Yeah. There's a little bit of lag. Right. There. And I think a lot of that comes in with some people are just mad because they have to work. You yeah. Know? Maybe. And, maybe. I, and I think, or I've yeah. been in in shops where. I've been in some where they're like, oh, hey, you know, how you doing? Let me show you. What what, what are you here for? And then I've been in others where I can walk around the whole store, handle things, and walk out. And nobody say a word to me. Yeah. And that's not, you know, that's not a great way to be as far as training goes or, you know, customer service. 76 said this a minute ago. My next thing you need to look at is what kind of holster? How are you going to carry the gun? Mm -hmm. Uh, Are you going to carry it on your waist? Are you going to carry it inside the waistband? Are you going to carry it outside the waistband? Simon says he just got here. We need to start over. I don't know that we can do that. Um, It took us a while just to get here. Just to get here, yeah. But you definitely need a good holster. You need to decide what you're... There's a ton out there. It doesn't matter if it's a leather holster or or Kydex or... uh,
1: Injected and injection molded. Right. I mean,
0: There's a ton of options. It needs to be secure. It needs to be... It needs to cover the trigger guard. As Sue said earlier, uh, that's a big deal. Um, The other thing is... The belt, you know, if you're carrying a firearm, yeah, if you're carrying a firearm, you're going to need something a little sturdier than your average Walmart belt. I bought a belt that was made specifically for that, and there's a ton of companies that make them like that. You can buy them, you can find them uh, online; they're out there. So make sure you look into that. And those of you who don't carry a gun on your waistband, where are you going to carry it? Is it a lady who's going to carry it in a purse or handbag? Yeah, in a purse. There's purses out there. Uh, My personal favorite being as you know i love purses so much uh but gun toting mamas and i say this because we did a lot of shows where they've got some nice stuff where they were right next to me yeah and i got to hang out with them for a week at a time and they were super cool people yeah um but i'm only telling you the based on they're really really good people i've never actually used a product because i gave up cur- i ran into years them ago.
1: i think you brought them to the booth at shot show one yeah, day or something yeah, yeah they're, they're just real nice they're just
0: folks. super nice ladies um uh, and they've always been super nice to me. So anyway, you need to figure out where you're going to carry it, how you're going to carry it, and what's going to be comfortable for you. If you can't carry it all day, it's probably not the right solution.
1: Cash your question. Sure. What are they calling that? You know that those new neoprene carries that they're when they get where the women are wearing the, the belly
0: band. Is that what they call that a belly yeah, band?
1: Where yeah. they've got that? That's pretty slick.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of those things that I mean we can we can go we can do this show for several hours. Yeah. I Yeah. But. One thing that you have uh, with those type holsters is, you know, your body is going to sweat.
1: Oh, God, especially neoprene.
0: Right. And if you're, and why would they do that? Well, jogging, you know, they're going to put them on when they're running yeah. or whatever the case. And if you're sweating on your gun, you need to make sure you're taking good care of it and keeping it clean. You know, if you yeah. sweat, you go out and you work out and you've got your gun on you and it's all covered. That's in- not
1: just moisture, that's salt. That's and salty moisture, moisture right. Yeah. And you
0: see that in a lot of old... Uh military guns that had these leather holsters yeah where the 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 soldiers had swept through the holsters several times, and the guns are just eat up with with rust because of that salt and that right perspiration on, right on. so yeah that's uh that's definitely a good point uh Scott said, be prepared to buy multiple holsters until you find the one that works for you, yeah, that's a good point, absolutely. I know I have a whole <laughs> a whole big cardboard box full of them that I don't ever use because they're just not comfortable. The next thing, and this is definitely going to have to go into part two. We'll finish this up, and we'll go. We'll we'll call it a day, and then we'll come back to it next week. Extra magazines. If you are carrying a gun, I recommend you carry at least one extra magazine, because if you have a malfunction, you got to clear it. You got to clear it. You don't have time to stop and you know fiddle fart around with your ammo if it's standing up or if you get a double feed or whatever the case may be. Make sure you have an extra mag. That's a good thing to have. And practice. God. We'll get into perfect
1: there. practice makes perfect.
0: We'll get into that a little more next time, but practice reloads. Those are important.
1: There's a lot to that, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, where are you looking? How are you doing that? I mean, there's a lot to that. I sat and used to watch them teach that in, um, in service and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to that.
0: The next one is correct ammunition for the job. Now, this kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, whether it's a hunting rifle yeah. or a defense gun. Amen, Kenzie. Two is one, one is none. That's a knife guy thing too. That's man. right. That's absolutely right. Um, so make sure you have defense ammunition because if you have full mile jacket ammunition, it may not stop the threat, or it may not stop the animal. So make sure your your ammunition is suited for what you're carrying the rifle or pistol you know for. Number five, this one's real important is a cleaning kit, fiddle fart and booger hook. Best things today. Thank you, Ashley. That's it. Number five, and this is what I'll end with, is a cleaning kit. You need a good cleaning kit, and yeah. there's a there's a ton of those out there as well. Um, you need solvent, yep. actual solvent. Yep. You need lubrication. Now there are companies that make CLP, which clean, lube, protect. That yep. is not as it's not as strong as an actual solvent. It's not as strong as an actual lubricant because it's trying to do all these things at once. You need to deep clean your carry guns regularly. Uh, a friend of mine says when he changes batteries every six months in his smoke detectors in his house, he changes his carry ammunition and cleans his gun.
1: Hmm. But, Interesting,
0: right? Because that you know if you're already set to every six months do that because carry ammunition if you leave it in your truck or if you you know and it gets hot and cold and hot and cold or whatever.
1: Any way to check that? Any way to be able to verify?
0: Just bang. That's it. Right. But you can tell, and I can tell, and, and people that have, have ammunition that have sat in the sun and, and gotten cool can tell the difference. I mean, sometimes you'll get some, and you bang, 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 pop, and then the next one will be super weak, right? It'll drop really? pretty short. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a real thing to, mm. to make sure you're checking that ammunition.
1: So you'll get like, because it'll you'll get a squib around in there.
0: It's, I don't know if you get a squib, but you're not going to get the same velocity. Gotcha. It's possible. I mean, a squib's possible too, though, if it gets really? moisture in it. Why not? So yeah, cleaning kit. We use Lucas products. We use Hoppies. Yeah, it's Hoppies. Hoppy's been around forever. forever. Lucas has been around forever, but their gun stuff has only been around a few years, but it's really good. Yeah. Um there's a ton Hopp's out got there. Good,
1: hoppies got a nice copper solvent too that they mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And I and I've said this before, but Slip two thousand is the best carbon cutter I've ever used. And uh, we've taken M sixteen bolts that have seen thousands and thousands of rounds and used their carbon cutter and it just it just falls away. Really? And you get it out and you clean it up. So that is that's the show for today. That's it folks. That's part one. We'll get into well my next line here says now I've spent a bunch of money. Am I John Wick Jr. yet? And the answer is no. No. And that's where we're going to end. And I will tell you why next week. So come back. Learn about it. We appreciate everybody. Uh, I am so looking forward to seeing our crew at the Mountain State 3-Gun. Don't forget, I am bringing the Black Cherry Beauty here. Oh, man, I really like this.
1: That's I just a- love that contrast. There's a
0: lot of contrast going on there. I told him I might have to have him do me one. But look There's at a that. lot of contrast going on Look here. at that. All right, now over here on this camera.
1: Oh, it's got a bullseye on it.
0: Oh, yeah. This one's set up for 3-Gun. I mean, it's, it's ready to go. It's got a 3.5-pound CMC trigger in it. Got the ergo grip. Got our cloak handguard. Got the ARFX stock tack latch the whole nine even the tack latch has a black cherry paint job this is where we need that uh we need that auction block yeah well that's that's in process we've got that going on too so everybody thank you like share tell your friends podcast people we appreciate you we had a huge bump in podcast traffic this week
1: yeah i still can't figure that out
0: i don't know what happened and if it's you guys sharing it we really yeah we appreciate the hell out of it appreciate y'all big time y'all are our people and and most of you here every week and and we don't forget that so you guys have a great week and we will see you some of you i will see this weekend and the rest we'll see you next week peace